Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 33 of Sodom and I. All right. So today I came up with my own thing. I didn't go online. Um, I think I remember Pastor talking about this before, but I didn't take a bunch of verses from his sermon. I didn't see uh, like one or two of them line up because it is pertaining to the same thing. And those are some pretty good verses. But I like to think that I, um, God definitely came up with all this stuff. But he helped me research this one on my own. So now I'm going to my notes instead of a website. And I highlighted the stuff or under underlined it in my Bible prior to. That way you guys don't have to sit there and, you know, listen to <laughs> listen to uh, pages turn and me trying to figure out where stuff is. I already know where it is. I'm already prepared. And let's get to it. So today we are going to be talking about upkeeping our physical health. That's right, exercising. So keeping up your body physically can also help you upkeep your uh, spiritual and emotional health, right? Health, not health, lol. But we'll go through you know, all of that and how it all ties in together. Let's look at a couple of verses, right? So the first five verses, I took like, uh, it's like 10 verses from seven different chapters. And this is what, you know, we're talking about today, exercising. Not everybody wants to do it. Sure enough, everybody does not like to do it, but how it, it feels different doing it for the Lord versus doing it for yourself. Because if you're doing it for you, you're going to be like, I don't really feel like exercising. And even though sometimes I'm not happy with how like my health is, I'm, I'm fine, you know. But then when it's like I'm exercising for Jesus, then it's like, dang, someone else is holding me accountable and I don't want to let them down. You know, and I wouldn't ask you guys to do anything that I'm not doing right not myself. So I um, I exercise after I do this podcast and after I read my Bible and that helps keep a routine for me. You know, that makes me be like, all right, well, I have to exercise. I need to do this. But, you know, I, I definitely need to do this podcast and I need to read my Bible. So. When I do all, when I make sure I exercise, that means I get the first two things off of my list. And if I do the first two things, that means I have to do the last one because they're all a daily thing for me, right? Holding yourself accountable. So what does the Bible say about exercising, Jordan? Thank you for asking, Jordan. Here, we're going to be in Proverbs, right? Proverbs chapter 14. Verse 30, whip out your Bibles, your Bible apps, anything that has the word of God, you know, all of all of his words. <laughs> that way we could search it up, right? Verse 30, a calm and peaceful and tranquil heart is life and health to the body. This is uh, an AMP, but passion and envy are like rottenness to the bones. So this is a... Uh, in this translation, passion more so means like obsession, you know, like endless aggression type of obsession, not like, oh, I'm so passionate about this or like, oh, I'm passionate about Jesus. Not not the good type of passion, 
the bad type of passion where it's like, all right, you need to chill out, you know, <laughs> but a calm and peaceful and tranquil heart is the life or is life and health to the body. Let's look at it in King James. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There we go. 1430. A sound heart is life, is the life of flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. So if you want to exercise, you know, it's not going to be easy. Even if you don't want to exercise, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> there is a 30 sound heart. There we go. I guess I forgot to underline this one. That's why I bring my, I learned to bring my pen and my Bible in here every night, regardless whether or not I think I need it. Because Holy Spirit might be like, hey, you forgot that. Or you need to underline or, you know, do this one too. So thank God for making me be prepared. But if you want to exercise, it's not going to be easy. But the best way to go about it is with a positive mind. You know, talk yourself through it while you're sweating and breathing hard and you're like, I'm tired of this and your waist trainer might hurt. If you were a waist trainer, you might be tired, thighs burning, feet burning if you're flat footed like me. But that's all right. A calm and peaceful and tranquil heart is life and health to the body. If you want to be healthy Boom, you just got to work yourself, right? Let's hop over to, to chapter 31. I did all of these in biblical order. That way we don't have to hop around in our Bible too much. I did split it up into two questions, but we're still in Proverbs, so not an issue. Proverbs 31, verse 17. She equips herself with strength spiritual, mental, and physical fitness for her God-given task, and she makes her arms strong. Wow, hallelujah. I'm not going to lie. I read this one in NIV. That's why these aren't highlighted. I, I went back and highlighted them in, in uh, NIV, but this is an AMP, and this literally says spiritual, mental, and physical fitness. And this is Proverbs 31. This is God talking about, this is who, where can you find a virtuous woman? A woman of virtue, where can she be found? Where is it? Pretty sure it starts at, uh, yeah, 10. Verse 10, Proverbs 31, starting at verse 10, all the way down to the last verse. An excellent woman who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous. Who is he? Who can find her? That's not the translation I want to hear it in. Where is that? There you go. The good wife. Look, KJV cannot go wrong with a good KJV. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. We read this before. But this is uh, this is God telling us how he wants... This is if you virtuous woman, boom, this is how you're a virtuous woman. You need to have these qualities. And what is a part of that? Good physical, spiritual, and mental strength. So it's right here, even if you don't want to do it, you know, part of being a virtuous woman is keeping up that exercise. Period. Mm-hmm. We gotta make sure we 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 do what we need to do. That way we can do what we need to do for God. <laughs> 
because it's for her God-given task and makes her arms strong. We got to get to exercise. And ladies, I know we don't like doing it, but we have to. It's good for you. It's like eating eating food that you don't want to eat, eating some broccoli, some Brussels sprouts or something. It's good for you. Even if you don't like it, it's a good investment for yourself, right? Now we're going to hop over to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. Mm-hmm. 19 through 20. This is an AMP. I feel like AMP explains this pretty well. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? You were bought with the price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then, honor and glorify God with your body. How is the best way to glorify God through your body other than taking good care of it? Let me highlight this too. I highlighted this in a little cute little uh, like pastel green because green equals good. I also highlight all my finance or money stuff in green. Mm-hmm. How, how else? What, what is a better way? to take care of your body for the, or what is a better way to, to uh, glorify God through your body than taking the utmost care, you know, of it. Boom. This is the best thing you could do. And we're just going to go three chapters forward. And now we're in first uh, Corinthians chapter nine. We're going to go down to 24 to 27. Mm-hmm. And now there's, it's really like 25 and 27. That's the real uh, important parts. But 24 through 27 gives you the whole outlook on it, right? Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize? Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now, every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. I do not flail around like one beating the air just as shadow boxing, (laughs) but like a boxer. I strictly discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. Even Jesus said he exercised and he was just preaching to people. And now he wasn't just preaching to people. He was healing people and they were traveling. And I could imagine Jesus just like dipping out of a party whenever people were trying to come and look for him. (laughs) But he had to be in good physical shape for that. You know, he he couldn't sit around and indulge on everything that everyone surely wanted to give to him. You know, especially the people that that started becoming, you know, his disciples, disciples of Christ. 
they probably want to give him so much bread and, and meat and, and food and, and a nice bed to sleep in. And Jesus, Jesus could have ate all that stuff, ate like a king and slept like one too and gained a bunch of weight. But you know what he did? Him and his disciples or his, uh, you know, the people that he ordained, uh, he told them, listen. When people offer you this stuff, don't take it. All you need is a place to sleep. Don't take no extra clothes. Don't take no extra shoes. Don't take no weapons from nobody. Don't take no money from nobody. You just need to do what you need to do and get up out of there. Look, they uh they would go and then come back and people would be like, Are y'all y'all good? Y'all eating? Last time I saw you wasn't like that. No, nah, it's because they they were using their energy for the Lord, you know, they're using their bodies for the Lord, but they need to make sure they were all in good shape in order to do any of that stuff. Jesus could, I, I'm sure it had been a lot harder for Jesus to send them people out in pairs uh, if they were like 110 pounds overweight. It would have been a lot harder for them. It would have been hard for them to start to, to talk over everybody. They didn't have no microphones back then. They had to yell and hope that everyone would just be quiet. You can't do that and you're out of breath. <laughs> you can't be out of breath and talk to a crowd of over 100 people. It's it not going to happen. You're going to have to be drinking some water about every five seconds. Right? You got to be in a tip tip top physical shape and maybe not even tip top but you got to start somewhere you know now let's go to first timothy chapter four mm -hmm. verses eight through nine and i like this one because nine wasn't uh nine wasn't completely necessary to highlight but i feel like it is for physical training is of some value but godliness, spiritual training, is of value in everything and in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. This is a faithful and trustworthy saying, worthy of full acceptance and approval. Now, physical training, exercising, is of some value. He doesn't say it's not of any value, but he also doesn't say that it's of more value than spiritual training, than godliness, you know? So put them hand in hand and be blessed. <laughs> put them hand in hand and be blessed. Physically and spiritually. Right? And now that, what does the Bible say about exercising? All those five verses, right? And now here's inspiration to do it. Because I wouldn't just tell you guys to do something and then not try and inspire. Inspire you, because that's what I like to do. Inspire people. Because I'll tell you guys what, in a couple of months, in a couple of months, when Jordan is, when Jordan is looking like Jordan, y'all going to be like, oh my gosh, Jordan, how did you do this? Da -da 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 -da. You look so good. And be like, listen, bruh, I tried to tell you guys back in January, bruh, by the time Give, give me three months. Give me three months. I mean, I'm already feeling the differences. I'm already like low-key seeing the physical differences because I've been doing this for a little minute now. But like, 
Dude, why not? You know? And then think of all the reasons why not and be like, all right, excuses are tools. <laughs> excuses are tools to build monuments of nothingness. They're, they're excuses, right? Inspiration. We don't want excuses. We want inspiration, right? Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 to 31. What does that say? 29 to 31. How can this help us? Hmm. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who has no might, he increases power. Even youths grow tired and weary, and vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Now, Normally, when we look at this verse, it's like, all right, we're talking about our, our faith, you know, our trust in God. We, we want to wait for the Lord. It's talking about patience and stuff. But I love God because he's so versatile. Who has more range than him? Right? All of these verses can be taken in more way than one. In this one, he will gain new strength and renew their power. Boy, I tell you, sometimes when I'm doing them goblet squats, I'll be like, Lord, give me some more strength. <laughs> I want to finish it. Or I saw this one thing. It was like a 10, 9, 8. Uh, it was like a 10 to 1 exercise. Let me let me find it and tell you that there it goes. It's right there. <laughs> it's 10 to 1. Repeat this circuit three times. 10 squats, 9 squat pulses, 8 reverse lunges, 7 split squats, 6 jump squats, 5 sumo squats, 4 step squats, you know, each leg, 3 good mornings in a squat, 2 lateral lunges, and then the thing that really, really, really hurt my legs was the 1 minute squat holds, Christ Jesus, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it said repeat this circuit three times i was like baby i can't do this or, well i can't excuse me i can do all things with christ who strengthens me you're right but i'm not going to do all three circuits <laughs> in a row and then she says no breaks i was like no breaks ma'am but one day i'm gonna get there and i want you guys to get there too you know but you don't have to it's just you know when you see other people in their best physical health, they'll be like, oh, I wish I looked like that. Or I wish I did this. And I wish, you know, I could hold myself accountable because it's not just about the physical aspect. You know, don't do that. Don't wallow in self-pity. Wallow in inspiration. You know, with people who can help you and you guys do it together like me. We'll do it together. I'm not just going to sit there and make you do it on your own. But that jive hurt you. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Where is it? Did I? I'm pretty sure I highlighted it. 29 31. Oh, let me do that in green because I got 30 highlighted in blue. All right. Now we're going to go to 1 Corinthians. Back up there. Chapter 10 31. 1 Corinthians had a lot of bangers 
in this about uh, exercising. I'm going to say chapter 10, verse 31, not chapter 31. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of our great God. Right? Yeah. Do it all to the glory of God. Highlight that in green. Whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. What is the best way to glorify God with your body? Taking care of it taking care of it that way you can praise him how he deserves to be praised you know you want to keep yourself healthy hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 mhm 12 verse 1 not 1 verse 12 good job all right therefore since we are surrounded by such a a, a great cloud of witnesses by faith who by faith testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which is so easily and cleverly uh, entangles us, which so easily, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Mm-hmm. Now, therefore we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, right? who have testified the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. How many people we go and see on Instagram or whatnot, you see their before and after pictures, and then you're like, wow, this really worked for them, right? Active persistence. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Those people, the only way, the only way to see results over a period of time is consistency you have to persistently be consistent you have to persistently chase after consistency in order to finish the race that is set before us spiritually emotionally and physically take that as you will we're going to scroll down a little bit to verses in the same chapter, chapter 12, to verses 11 through 13. Mm -hmm. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful. I know how you guys feel, the Lord says. I know how you guys feel. I know it seems bad and painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I know it hurts right now. I know it's going to hurt when you do decide to get up and start exercising more seriously. But afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Right standing with God in a lifestyle and attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. Hallelujah to the AMP, right? Verse 12. So then, Strengthen hands that are weak and knees that tremble. How do you strengthen something? By exercising it. Now, me personally, I tore my ACL in uh, 2017 and had to get knee replaced. I got replacement surgery. The ACL I got now ain't even mine, bruh. It's a cadaver. I got somebody else's ACL in my leg holding that jive together. But you know what? 
I still make sure I exercise. I still make sure I do my squats and my my lunges, my reverse lunges and in my bridges and my donkey kicks, you know, fire hydras, that jive hurt. It surely does. RDLs. But you know what? My knees are getting stronger. They are. They are for sure. Verse 13. Cut through and make smooth, straight paths for your feet that are safe and go in the right direction. So that the leg that is that which is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather may be healed. The only way to get it better is to work it. Coming from someone who had surgery and things like that. That's what physical therapy is for. You're you're strengthening that muscle back, you know, back to where it needs to be. Bro, after uh what well, after my physical uh physical therapy, bro, my, my knee used to be hurting. <laughs> I couldn't even walk, guys. I, I had to be in a wheelchair for a while. But they would, uh, I would go to school late some days and, um, you know, they'd work on it. I got this knee machine that I still got up here with me. I need to get another power cord for, for it. But, like, it's like an ice machine. And we used to be doing so many other things, so many other stretches that uh, I need to incorporate, now that I think about it, into my routines before I start doing it. Because it really stretched out my calf muscles, my knee, my, my thigh, you know. This is real good for me. But the whole point of physical therapy is that way it can be healed. So that the leg, which is lame, may not be put out of joint, but rather may be healed. Right? So that was Hebrews 12, 11 through 13. And then last one, last verse for inspiration to do it is 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Now, Jordan, how does, you know, working on your physical health help your spiritual health and your emotional health? Why, thank you for asking. I'm glad that you're paying attention. So spiritually, how it helps you spiritually. Well, let's start with physically. You'll end up feeling so much better, even when you're sore. And you'll just be more overall happy with yourself. Referencing Hebrews 12, 11 through 12, even though I went to 13, right? Emotionally, when it gets really hard, <laughs> when it gets really hard and you want to give up, ask God for strength and keep pushing until you complete your goal. Even if you have to take breaks in between. No one said that whenever you start, you just got to go straight into it. You need to rip up all your muscles and, you know, you catch cramps. It doesn't matter. Work through it. it no, you don't have to do all of that. You want to complete your goal, but don't kill yourself. That's not the point of this. It's, a, it's The point of this is to work on your strength. You got to do it a little bit at a time. If you need a pause in between, go ahead and do that. You know, that's good for you to, to take a little breaky break. And then get back to it, you know, but you want to make sure you complete your goal, not saying that you have to have a goal that's so outlandish, you know, day one 
doing that whole circuit thing that I just said. I mean, honestly, that's a pretty good one, but you don't have to do it. <laughs> you don't have to do it uh, with no breaks. Take breaks in between. Now, if you just want to start off, okay, let me do 50 squats today, two sets of 25. You know, when you start feeling that when you do the two sets of 25 and it's not hurting you like it did the first two days, add another set of 25. You know, start real small. Just help yourself, you know, get it, get your body moving. And then, uh, yeah, I said, you see the results over a period of time plus consistency. Like I said earlier, it helps create a routine, you know, but you have to hold yourself accountable. And then doing that, add some other stuff. All right, well, before I exercise, let me read my Bible. Let me find a chapter. Look, if you don't know where to start, maybe just start in Psalms. Because then if you don't know where to go, look, you'll be in Psalms for a minute if you read it chapter by chapter. Mm -hmm. Here's what, 150 Psalms, 150 chapters in Psalms. In the book of Psalms. So, you know, if you don't want to start in John or Matt, you know, the New Testament, start with Psalms. I'm sure this will still help you with so many uh, questions or things that you might be battling with, you know, and God's going to be like, hey, let's do, let's do this together. Look in Psalms, you know, do that and then exercise. Now, I don't know if this is the best thing to do, and I'll do my research after I publicly say this online, but uh, I normally sometimes exercise after I eat, and I don't eat until I'm completely full. I eat until I'm satisfied nowadays, and uh, let my food digest a little bit, and I start off all of my routines with like a two-minute uh, jog in place or I might move around my room or whatnot, but that kind of gets it digesting a little bit. That way, when I'm exercising, I have no issues or problems. But, you know, don't quote me. I'm not a physical trainer. I'll ask one. <laughs> I'll ask one if that's the best thing you should do or what the best thing is, and I'll I'll give you guys an answer tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then whenever you need Whatever you need to ask the Lord for some strength. Go ahead and think about Philippians 4.13. That's the that's the first verse that I memorized for sure. That I know where what book and what verse and what chapter it comes from. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm gonna get this tattoo. Cause there are so many things where that is the answer. You know, and you feel like you can't, you can't do this. You can't do that. I can do all things, not some things, not, not certain things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That includes a little behind exercise. That's not going to last for over an hour. Sometimes it don't even got to go for an hour. The exercises I do, cause I, I timed them that way. When you guys ask me what I do. I can just screenshot it and send it to you. My lower body workouts are 48 minutes and my upper body workouts are 39 minutes. This is not even an hour. You don't even have to dedicate an entire hour a day to exercising. But when you do exercise, 
Think about how you're doing it for the Lord and not for yourself. You're taking care of the body that he gifted you because he loves you, right? I'm taking care of what God gave me the best way I can. I want to glorify God through my body. How can I do that? By exercising, by taking care of his temple. Your body is your temple. Take care of your temple, right? And now closing up with that, going into our whispers of wisdom, because I've been trying to work on keeping these things uh, below, I guess, 45 minutes for the most part. But whenever it needs to go over, I will. Just know that. <laughs> All right. Day 23. Playing favorites. Oh, they're popular. What cool clothes. Come sit by me. Right? How do you pick your friends? Do you choose the cool kids or the ones in the in crowd? God loves all of his royal children equally, from the most popular to the least, from the best dressed to the one in rags, from the teacher's pet to the loner. He doesn't play favorites. He just loves you. He loves you so much that it feels like you're his favorite. He adores people of every size, shape, and color. God doesn't want you to play favorites. Remember that when you're tempted to hang out with someone who's popular, cool, maybe he wants you to spend a little time with the, with the kid on the bus who has no friends. You know that one. The one that gets made fun of a lot. Get to know them and see what God does. Now, I know a lot of these are uh, geared towards little girls. It's whispers of wisdom for girls. But as adults, we're all children of God. And I feel like we can all still take notes from things that are meant for children. Because a lot of us, as we get older, we start to lose our, our childish, uh, I guess, childish inspiration. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to do this so bad. I'm just going to make it happen. As we grow older, it's like, I want to do this, but what's, you know, what's it going to cost? How, how am I going to make this happen? How do I get from here to here? Then you just start getting all stressed and you think about the money and this and that. And God's looking at you like, where is that childlike wonder you used to have? When you used to just call on me to ask me to help and I will. I'm waiting for you to call on me. You know, whisper of wisdom. Suppose this is James chapter two, verses two through four in NIV. I'm going to read this in AMP, actually, James chapter two. This is like the third day in a row that I'm hearing about James. <laughs> chapter two, two through four. Mm -hmm. For if a man comes into your meeting place wearing a gold ring and fine clothes and a poor man in dirty clothes also comes in. And you pay special attention to the one who wears the fine clothes and say to him, you sit here in this good seat and you tell the poor man, you stand over there or sit down on the floor by my footstool. Have you not discriminated amongst yourselves and become judges with wrong motives? That was two through four, but I'm going to keep going. Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and as believers be heirs of the kingdom 
which he promised to those who love him. But you, in contrast, have dishonored the poor man. Is it not the rich who oppress and exploit you and personally drag you into the courts of law? Do they not blaspheme the precious name of Christ by which you are called? Mm -hmm. If, however, you are really fulfilling the royal law according to the scripture, so now it went from us talking to kids to us speaking to each other like adults, right? Because now we're reading more and it's requiring a little bit more focus. Verse 8, if, however, you are really fulfilling the royal law according to scripture, you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is, if you have an unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefit, you are doing well. But if you show partiality, prejudice, favoritism, you are committing sin and are con convicted by the law as offenders. Mm-hmm. For whoever keeps the whole law but stumbles in one point has become guilty of breaking all of it. For he said, for he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not commit murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but murder, you have become guilty of transgressing the entire law. Speak and act consistently as people who are going to be judged by the law of liberty. That moral law frees obedient Christians from the bondage of sin. For judgment will be merciless to one who has shown no mercy. But to who has shown mercy, but to the one who has shown mercy, mercy triumphs victoriously over judgment. Amen. I like the book of James. Look, and it's real quick. I only got like five chapters. Yeah, James only got like five chapters. It's a real good book. But God is so funny. You saw how he just transitioned that all nice. <laughs> He's so cool. But yeah. You know, take take whatever word from this you can. Exercise is good for the body, the mind, the heart, and the soul, and the spirit, right? And also, treat everyone how you want to tr be treated. Don't uh, have favorites, you know, prejudice, partiality. You know, that's how, that's how, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get to go into that because <laughs> I want everyone to listen to this, whatever color skin you have, whatever gender you are, however you perceive yourself, as long as you want to do better, I feel like you should be listening. And I appreciate you showing up and showing out and asking questions <laughs> and just attending i guess these little uh podcast meetings because we're just trying to get closer to god that's the whole purpose of this if you want to get closer to god this podcast is for you if you want to learn about more about the word of god along with me because i'll tell you guys uh not i barely know what i'm talking about but i'm along for the ride just as much as you guys are <laughs> but like i said i appreciate you guys I 